Masonic education, we all hear about it, but do we really understand what it is and how to improve our experience in it? This is The Winding Stairs, Episode 8. You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, a professional artist and master mason, 32nd degree of the ancient and accepted Scottish Rite in Freemasonry. Hello and welcome once again to The Winding Stairs. My name is Juan Sepulveda and I thank you for joining me in this journey up the winding stairs. Here we try to make sure that we improve ourselves and learn a little bit more every day about Freemasonry and the benefits that come with being part of this beautiful fraternity. Today we will be talking about something that I I am very passionate about, as you probably already know, and it's Masonic education. The topic is, how can you improve your Masonic education? Masonic education cannot be improved upon. However, your experience of Masonic education can. Hopefully, I can help you gain a a different perspective about Masonic education and all the different alternatives that you have of improving yourself within your Masonic career. We would also have a contribution from Brother Robert Johnson from the podcast Whence Came You? as he talks a little bit about Masonic conspiracies. I'm sure you will definitely enjoy it. I always do. And finally, I want to give you a little bit heads up of something that's very exciting, and it's coming right up on the winding stairs. I am writing a book about improving yourself as a man in masonry. And I've, I've far, I'm far along in the process of writing it, but I want to make sure that whatever I put together is something that it's really worth sharing. So I want you to stay tuned and stay alert for more announcements about the, the release date of this book. And I would invite you to go to thewindingstairs.com and you will see there's a form for you to sign up for email updates. I will be sharing progressively information about my uh, my progress in the writing of the book and release dates and how perhaps you might get a free copy uh, I'm gonna have a few select brothers receive a free copy so they can uh, so they can enjoy it before it is re- released. So I encourage you to go to thewindingstairs.com and sign up. I promise I won't abuse that contact. I very sporadically send messages, and when I do, I try to give you something of value. So I'm not wasting your time. So let's jump right into the content. As I mentioned, we will be talking today about improving your experience in Masonic education. And the individual Grand Lodges and local districts have already put a lot of time and effort into putting together Masonic education programs for the edification of their members. And what I intend to do with this program, it's not to offer an alternative to those, but more point you in the right direction so that you can enjoy those things that have already been put together by these very knowledgeable brothers. 
the first thing that I want to talk about is meeting regularly. These are going to be the five tips about improving your experience in Masonic education. And tip number one is meet regularly. What do I mean? What do I mean by meet regularly? Usually in the United States, uh, free and accepted Masons, I know meet every other week or two, three times a month at the most. But n rarely is it on a weekly basis. In my lodge, and I'll give that as an example, we would meet the first and third Tuesdays of every month. Granted, you know, some months have five Tuesdays. So out of the five available Tuesdays, we would only meet twice. What I suggest is that if you have the opportunity, if your work flexibility and your commitment at home permit it, then perhaps every week you can have something of Masonic nature. And I'll give you an example. If instead of me meeting the first and third Tuesdays of every month, I chose to meet every Tuesday, I benefit from the consistency that I offer my, my clients, my family. Anybody who knows me understands that I have a specific commitment on Tuesdays. And that consistency is very beneficial because people then know that you have previous engagement and they respect that or hopefully they respect that um, so that consistency is very helpful think about this how many times if your lodge meets the first and third thursday of every month or the second and fourth monday of every month how many times have you had to go to a calendar to look when that is it's not as easy for you to remember that you have to meet the second and fourth or the first and third or whichever uh, configuration thereof. It's more complicated than actually knowing that every week on Wednesday night, I have an opportunity to go and meet with my fellow brothers and learn a little bit more about Freemasonry or perhaps practice or do something for the community within a, a Masonic context. That consistency is something that it is very beneficial. So it's something worth considering. Another benefit of meeting regularly is the focused progress. It's better for you and it's easier if you have that consistency in which you're meeting perhaps every week and you are learning and focusing on progressing for whatever your goal is. Let's say perhaps you are trying to memorize catechism or you are trying to learn a particular uh a particular position in a degree, then it's easier and your progress is, is going to be more steady, which makes you feel more accomplished within your progress. It makes you feel better. It makes you a better participant whenever degrees are taking place. So there are many benefits to that. The third benefit that I listed for meeting regularly is the increase in fellowship. You have an opportunity to meet with brothers more often if you are new to Freemasonry, you get to know the elder brothers a little bit more, those who have a little bit more experience, some years under their belt, to help you in your progress to become a better man and Mason. Also, that fellowship goes in the uh, in the opposite direction. If you are a very seasoned uh, Mason and you have a lot of experience and knowledge to share with the newly initiated brothers, 
this is an opportunity for you to make them feel welcomed, give them a chance to really excel and be passionate about their continuous growth as men and masons. So you can clearly see by meeting regularly, there are several benefits that you can, you can gain, um, when it comes to consistency, progress, and fellowship. The second point or second tip for improving your Masonic experience, uh, Masonic education experience is understanding the difference between instructors and mentors. A Masonic instructor is assigned to you whenever you're initiated and they help you with the progress of memory work or learning your catechism. This is the brother that almost takes you by the hand and helps you understand what actually happened to the degree. And if you had no previous knowledge before joining Freemasonry about exactly what you were going to encounter, you know how it, it could be very confusing. And you know that no step within the degrees of Freemasonry are frivolous. There's a, there's a purpose for everything. So shortly after your initiation or experiencing the fellow craft or master mason degree, it is very helpful for you to have an instructor that can help you understand and remind you of what happened on that night of the degree. You get to learn little by little. Oh, this goes first and this is why and this happened. So it's, it's a refresher of what actually happened. The instructor helps you with memorizing techniques. There are many benefits about you learning different techniques of improving your memory. This is applicable for sure in your business life, in your home life, in, in anything you do. Keeping your mind sharp is definitely a benefit. And doing so in the Masonic education context helps you uh, acquire more knowledge and, and make it more permanent in your, in your mind. Uh, the degree review, as I mentioned earlier, is also another conduit through which you improve on, on fellowship. You get, you have this instructor that you get to know better, makes you feel more welcomed. If you have any doubts about what happened in the degree, you have someone to go to. Now, how does this differ from a mentor? The mentor should be, and in the Grand Lodge of Florida, it suggested that it's a different individual, that the instructor is a different person than the mentor. The mentor is that person that's going to help you in the esoteric work, is that person that is going to help you understand the symbolism of what happened. Where the instructor, the instructor took you by the hand and took you step by step what happened here, what happened next, the mentor's role is to explain to you why. It gives you that deeper understanding of the symbolism within the degree. What is the point of us memorizing pages and pages of, of ritual and steps and forms and learning all these things if we're not going to understand what we're actually doing? And by consequence, applying those things to our lives. It was our reason in the first place to become better men, uh, that was the reason why we joined Freemasonry. We wanted to learn a little bit more about what makes the human, uh, the human condition better by being part of Freemasonry. So the mentor has that capability 
experience and knowledge to help you understand the deeper symbolisms contained within the degrees and the lectures and the catechism and so on and so forth. Here you also have a personal mentor. Granted, the name of the position is mentor, but sometimes we don't, we don't associate that with a man that actually helps you in improve your life. Here you can actually take practical advice related to Freemasonry and apply it to your life and actually become a better man. Unraveling the mysteries of Freemasonry is, is a very personal journey, but sometimes it is important for us to gain a different perspective, perhaps from someone who has had access to other mentors in their life that have unraveled mysteries in a very different way. You gain a new perspective about Freemasonry. The next tip is to have a blueprint on your trestle board. And what do I mean by this? Here you can have a structured path to improving your knowledge of the craft. The Grand Lodge, your respect, uh, respective Grand Lodge and Masonic districts, I am sure they have put a lot of time and effort into putting together programs of Masonic education from which you can benefit. These are well-informed, professionally structured programs that can help you in your journey. Almost like a step-by-step uh, checklist that you can go through and build upon the knowledge that you are acquiring. So it's almost going step by step as we are doing here in the winding stairs. One step at a time, you are building upon the knowledge that you have previously acquired. Now, how do you find out about these programs? Of course, you can go through the proper channels of reaching to your mentor or your instructor. If you don't know who they are, you can reach your secretary or your worshipful master. They can help you and point you in the right direction so that you can learn which programs are available to you. I'll give you my example. I knew that once I joined Freemasonry, there were the, the normal steps of learning the catechism for the entered apprentice degree, followed by the degree of fellow craft and master mason. And, and I knew there had to be more to that. That in one, two, three years, I wasn't going to acquire all the knowledge that Freemasonry is, is about. So there are additional, uh, education programs that are put together. And my specific example, I knew that I could become an instructor, um, within my lodge if I could prove my proficiency in certain, in certain areas. It is a journey that is very specific. You have to learn this and then learn that. And of course, I don't want to go into details because this is something that might be very different within your different jurisdictions. But what you should know is that there are these things at your disposal. Also, to improve on your Masonic education, this blueprint that you will follow is more accessible if you actually contact your district school of instruction. In the Free and Accepted Masons uh, Grand Lodges, we have a district school of instruction where several counties in a city or several cities join together forces and meet on a regular basis. 
that's where you can go and see, sit with more experienced brothers that can help you in your memory work. They can help you in your degree work. They can help, they can help you in further mentoring you to understand the esoteric work of Freemasonry. So this is a great place for you to go to. Initially, when I joined my, my lodge, I was surprised that Although I heard about these district schools of instruction meetings regularly, I had no idea what they were. And I didn't think of asking my mentor, and my mentor didn't necessarily bring it up. So I kept on hearing the announcements and kept on ignoring them. I finally asked a, a senior, um, a past master actually, from, from the lodge, what are these district school of instructions? And they pointed me in the right direction, explained to me how often they met, where they met, what they actually did. And I thought to myself, wow, this is a very good opportunity for me to continue learning about Freemasonry. And I'll tell you, any time that I make the effort to go to a district school of instruction, I gain incredible amounts of additional knowledge of Freemasonry, the camaraderie and fellowship that it's enjoyed within the schools of instruction is unparalleled. This is something that every brother should, should experience. If for nothing else, to give you the opportunity to meet new brothers, get to meet with different brothers that have different perspectives, that have very diverse backgrounds, and they can, you can help each other study Freemasonry at a more deeper level. Also, with Grand Lodge education initiatives like uh, a card system, and I'll give you an example of the the Grand Lodge of Florida has a card system where they verify that the the brother has a level of proficiency, whether it is in opening and closing of the lodge, or in the instructing of catechism. And these cards are the certification, basically, that a brother is proficient in those areas and is, is basically certified to teach other brothers who are coming behind. So that blu the blueprint that is on your trestle board also should include these different programs that are offered by your local districts and Grand Lodges. So I encourage you to ask and find more information that pertains to your specific district or area. But the benefits that come out of uh, finding out about this are definitely, they're priceless. So I encourage you to do that. Next tip, degree participation. I am a firm believer that every single brother in the Lodge needs to include himself or asked to be included within degree work of their lodge at whatever capacity it is ideally you begin from the lower uh, lower positions and i know that many people listen to this program who are not yet part of the fraternity and are looking to join freemasonry in the future but to give you a very brief idea the different officers and members of the lodge they play a different role in helping the new candidate go through the experience of the Masonic degrees. And every role has a different responsibility and a different level of complexity. Of course, the lesser or more, um, or more simple 
the the position, the less involvement it has in the degree and the less participation. So a newly initiated brother can join the the next degrees that are coming up as a conductor. That would be a a great first experience to see the pace and understand the wording and see what everything that happens within the degree. And I'll give you my example. What after shortly after being initiated, I expressed my interest in being part of the degree teams. I wanted to begin from the very bottom. I wanted to try to play every single role that I could because I wanted to understand each role from its perspective. So the very first time that I participated, I was a junior steward. Then the following time I was a senior steward. And then I continued progressing. I I did a junior deacon, senior deacon, and eventually I I sat in the east for the fellow craft degree. It was a great experience, but I had participated in many degrees before sitting in the east. So my level of understanding of the degree and my level of tranquility and my comfort and my confidence while in the position of the worshipful master of the degree, it, it, it was really a benefit that I had done everything step by step and progressed through the different positions. So if you implement the other tips that I have mentioned of making sure you have an instructor and making sure you have a mentor and looking at the, dif- uh, the district school of instruction, etc., when you actually begin participating in the degrees, you have these many more resources to which you can reach and gain a better perspective of what your role is while participating in the degree. Another benefit that you get out of progressively participating in the different roles of the degree is that if eventually the craft needs you to serve as an officer, if you are uh, nominated to hold an officer position or sit in a particular chair, you have already some experience behind you and you can help the people uh, that are joining the fraternity after you. So you become if you're a leader by nature, or even if you are not, you begin gaining some leadership and some comfort, some comfort in having a leadership position within the lodge. The lodge needs help. It is a volunteer organization, and we have personal and professional lives that sometimes interfere with our opportunity to serve in the lodge effectively. So understanding that there are new people joining Freemasonry that also deserve a a life-changing experience when they come in through the degrees, that should motivate you to actually participate in the degrees to the best of your ability, and if called to serve your lodge, that you do so with commitment and honor. And we understand that sometimes family and business They limit the amount of participation that you can have within the lodge. But if you have the opportunity, do it, brother, because it's really going to help you develop yourself and improve yourself in masonry. The final tip that I have to increase your experience of Masonic education is to travel, travel, travel. Your traveling begins once you set foot in the lodge for the first time and ask for admittance, 
but it should never end. You should always try to go to different lodges, meet with different people, get to experience Freemasonry in somebody else's lodge. Try to get a little bit more from their perspective, benefit from the experience and all the different things that brothers from different uh, different countries, different cities, they have a lot to give and they have a lot to gain from your particular experience. If you focus on rounding your Masonic education and becoming a more knowledgeable Mason and a more honorable and, and knowledgeable man as a whole, you become an asset to the fraternity. So wherever you go, you shine your light and you you're actual you're actually an example of your home lodge district grand lodge so travel 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 i've heard of the importance of this but i've come to understand this importance the more that i have traveled if you know you probably know i have children very young children 1 year and a half and 3 and a half year olds which i love dearly and this phase of my life is that in which I'm spending more time with them. I work out of the house and it's a definitely it's a blessing that I can spend time with my family. And playing that role to the best of my ability doesn't give me a lot of flexibility to travel. But anytime I get a chance, I try to go and meet with new brothers and, and join them in fellowship. Get to know new people, new experiences it's definitely worth it and it rounds out your entire masonic education so another benefit of traveling is that you expand your circle of friends and the circle of friends of your family traveling is not a selfish endeavor you can travel with your with your significant other with your wife or with your kids, and perhaps they can join all together, get to meet the wives of the brothers in the different lodges, have a good time before the meeting. You separate from the from the group, go have a a, a, a a tiled meeting, or however the program is, but give your family an opportunity to actually engage in that fellowship that you enjoy so frequently when you go to a lodge. I encourage you to keep this list of tips of improving your Masonic education experience, keep it handy. And I am going to make it as convenient as possible by publishing it on my website, thewindingstairs.com. That's where I publish all the notes of the different episodes. And I also write regularly in the blog. So in addition to what you hear me discuss within the Winding Stairs podcast, there's additional information that you can gain to improve yourself in masonry by visiting the website. That again is thewindingstairs.com forward slash 008. That contains the show notes, links to anything I've mentioned here in the program, and everything for your convenience. So I try to keep everything in one place so that it's easy to access. This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you in part by FreemasonryArt.com. With a growing selection of fine art and collectibles, you now have a place to go find beautiful art inspired by the symbols and lessons of our honorable fraternity. 
Whether you're looking to decorate your lodge or to find a special gift for your newly initiated brother, this is the place for you. Every item is proudly made in the USA and found exclusively through our website. FreemasonryArt.com also features Masonic regalia, including the newly designed composite lambskin apron, an elegantly constructed white leather apron. Carefully constructed with genuine lambskin, these aprons are a great option for the discerning brother who wants to wear a clean and elegant apron to the lodge. For more information, visit FreemasonryArt.com. Prepare yourself for another installment of Masonic Conspiracies by Robert Johnson from Whence Came You Podcast. Hey everyone, Brother Robert Johnson here, bringing you an exclusive Masonic Conspiracy right here on the Winding Stairs. Let's travel back in time to the founding of NASA, the year 1958, in a hot July. A few years later, in 1963, NASA started the Apollo program, probably the most mysterious in the way of conspiracies within the realm of NASA, in any case. The story goes that whenever we landed on the moon, we had our men perform, quote, high-degree Masonic rituals to appease the god Apollo, hence the names of the mission. In fact, they even go as so far as to say that the Apollo program's artwork and design are a tribute to the gods. The patches for several missions have the depiction of Orion's belt, and of course, we ask why. Of course, it's because we don't worship gods like Orion and Apollo, but I really will tell you why we use Orion's belt. It's because we as Freemasons and astronauts enjoy a nice belt. I want to thank Brother Robert Johnson for that informative contribution to The Winding Stairs. I encourage you to visit his website at wcypodcast.com. You can also find a link to it on our show notes. You can find his show on Stitcher Radio or iTunes or practically any other podcast provider that you use. You should find him there. He is pretty much everywhere. And we thank him for his continued support and contributions to our program. Uh, Another thing I wanted to mention before we close the program is a little disclaimer. You heard a promotional piece about freemasonryart.com. I want you to know that I am completely involved in this particular venture. It is, in a way, an initiative to to provide an income source for the program. This program would not be possible if it wasn't for your contributions and your purchases through freemasonryart.com. So if you have any occasion coming up where you can give a gift related to Freemasonry, or you want to treat yourself to something real nice, you can ask anybody who's already placed an order through our website. The quality of the products that we put out is definitely of a higher standard. So I invite you to visit, and you can also reach it by going to thewindingstairs.com forward slash shop. Also, thank you to all the brothers who have actively been participating in discussions through our different presence in social networks, especially on facebook.com forward slash Masonic Fundraiser. That's our most active uh, presence on the internet at the moment when it comes to social media. You can find us on Twitter at WindingStairs33. We're even on Google+. Find us at the Winding Stairs. Finally, we want to hear your opinion about the show. Let us know. Reach out to us and let us know 
If you're enjoying it, what topics are your favorite? If you have any suggestions for us to cover in the future, send us an email to feedback at thewindingstairs.com. You can also visit thewindingstairs.com and you will see on the upper right corner of most of the pages, there's, uh, there's a button there that says voicemail. If you click that, there's a simple way for you to leave a voice message for us. Introduce yourself in the message and we will be happy to include some of the messages in upcoming shows. So we look forward to hearing from you. And I thank you once again for joining us. I hope that you have found this program enjoyable and edifying. Make sure to share with your friends and brothers. And join me again next time as we continue our journey up the winding stairs. <laughs>